All right, another episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast. I am Jose Pavone, Sean Duch is here, Joel Pavone is here as well. The Celtics, man, they're on this winning streak, but it's adversity, right? <laughs> like, if, whether you're talking about uh, the, the game against the Warriors, uh, wins a win, right? They won in overtime, but it wasn't the prettiest win, right? I mean, they did, uh, they didn't perform at that high level throughout, but it was enough to win. And then you look at what happened in Toronto, and man, to finish that game off with no Marcus Smart, no Robert Williams, Jason Tatum had the night off. You know, they um, they, they, they squeezed by the Raptors, right? They won by two points. 106-104 is your final score. But uh, again, it's the the way this team is going about this, the, the last couple of games and extending this winning streak, man. Like, guys, how, how, how do we feel about this team moving forward, whether it's the injuries to Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, which of course we'll talk about in this episode, or whether it is you know seeing how they can just just the way that they can uh, turn games into a win when, when sometimes it doesn't doesn't look as pretty as, as you would expect it to be. But like you say, like we say, a win's a win. But how are we feeling about this team moving forward, man? Of course, we got Sean's uh, looking ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll look at the schedule. We got Joel's in case you missed it. We'll go take our trip around the NBA. But um, seeing the way this team beat the Raptors, man, how are we feeling about this team and where they are right now? With the, still, still holding down the best record in the NBA. Well, I mean, I, I think it can't be stated enough of how deep this team is, right? The, uh, the quote, next man up mentality has always been in full swing all, all season pretty much. But when you see the fact that, you know, Jalen was out for three games, he didn't have a great, you know, return against the Warriors, even though, uh, you know, he came up big when it counted. But then you go on the road, you're down Jason Tatum, and then Marcus Smart, and then Robert Williams. But then you still see the bench go off, whether it was Malcolm Brogdon or Grant Williams. And then Al Horford, like Al Horford, he's just, he's, like turn the clock back these last like few weeks. And just when you think that like, Oh, maybe he's starting to show his age. And then he just does the things that he does. And like, I, I don't know, just, I think outside of like Denver, obviously, because they're out West and you don't have to worry about them really until, you know, possibly June, but the Celtics, they're the deepest team in the league right now, I think barring any injuries. And even when there is a, a some sort of like little setback, there's, two or three players that you know step up and on any any given night i don't know i just that's just what i've been seeing especially during this this nine game win streak yeah man i mean i you you look at the way the team's built it's not only built to win in a playoff series because it is has top heavy talent you know really solid defensively you know all the things you check the boxes to win in a seven game series but the way they were able to build this this deep of a squad to take you through the January, February, March doldrums of like, you know, injury popping up, multiple people sitting out, load management games, all those things and still be able to chug through nine straight. Yeah, man. Deepest, definitely the deepest team in the NBA. Kudos to Brad Stevens for being able to put this team together. But like, you're right, man. Like, friggin' say what you want about. Say what you want about um, last year and how we needed just two or three pieces to, to get over the hump of the Warriors. Like, Brogdon is a friggin' 
beast, man. That dude is just balling. Um, Grant Williams, from time to time, you never know what you're going to get from that dude when he heats up. You're right. So it's like, uh, you know. Like Derek White defensively yeah, and offensively exactly. on any given night. Like, yeah, it's, it's just like it's a good thing to see, like, okay, you know, it's not all about the depth. Right? Like, still, you have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are obviously the best duo in the league. So, like, you're set up to win when it actually counts. But you're also set up to hold this number one seed because of your depth. So, I think it's like, you know. Yeah, they're creating uh, the separation. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because this, this would be the time where teams, and we've seen it across the league, teams are floundering right now because it's like, you know, it's tough. It's a, obviously the tough part of the season. But, dude. Celtics are fucking wagon right now. It just is what it is. <laughs> I know, and it's just like, like for me, it's it's funny because I I was wondering where Grant was, was gonna show up, right? Like where where is he going to just like come up big for this team? And you know, you're you're wondering if he's gonna if this is who he this is who he is, right? If he's just he's he's hot for a couple of weeks and he, he kind of disappears for a little bit, but man, for him to come back strong in this performance against the Raptors, man, career high twenty five points, five rebounds. I mean, like. Consistency has always been what Joe Mazzulla has been preaching. Like, okay, yeah, it's great, but let's do it again. You know, like he's got the, the, the I don't know if you guys remember this from like the first month of the season, but the, the Sandcastle thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Got to rebuild another one. Like, yeah, it's great, but can you do it again? Can you make it a habit? So, like, that was what I was, that's what I had in mind in terms of the second unit because I was looking for that consistency. I mean, even Michael Brogdon cooled off a couple of weeks ago, but yeah. he's back to being who he is, which, I mean, that's the one guy I was concerned about. You knew Michael Brown is gonna be who he is, and you know you know he's been doing this for such a long time. I mean, barring any injuries, but guys like Pritchard, guys like Grant Williams, guys like you know Derek White. I mean, I'm just looking for consistency from these guys. And like, now that we're starting to see that, I'm just wondering how how long can they can they do this for? You know what I mean? Because uh, Marcus Smart, we don't know what's what's going, what's the latest with him. I mean, he he um the um. If that's a high ankle sprain, if, if it's uh, I mean, the fact that he had to be helped off the court wasn't a good sign, obviously, when we've seen that in Toronto. So we don't know the severity of that. He's been missed a couple of weeks or so. You know, can, can, can Payne Pritchard plug in those minutes? I know Derek White, obviously, all those guys going to be a uh, going to be all those guys contributing to, to to make up for his production. But seeing Robert Williams not finish the game as well is, is a concern. I mean, they're calling it a left knee hyperextension. I mean. Look, the depth of the team is great. When they're healthy, it's great. When they're playing like this, facing adversity, stretching out this winning streak to nine games, that's all encouraging. But if these guys are, are to miss some time here, like do the Celtics, do they? Do they, do you guys see them doing like another one more trade before the deadline? Does Brad Stevens try to bring in a guy here to to to, to help hold things down to finish the season, or do you think that this team is good the way they are? Like, what 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 happens here? Do you think? Well, well, I think the the beauty of this, and it sort of goes back to what I was just saying, is like even if Robert Williams and Marcus Smart miss time, we're going to be okay. Like you, you have depth on the team to keep this team at the top of the standings, which is which is perfect. In years past, this happens. Panic button is pushed. We need to make a trade. We need to get bodies in here. We need to do this. So like they're set up to find a good deal, and I think that's what Brad will be looking for. I don't think he's going to make a move. Like, I don't think he's going to make a move just to bring a guy in. I think he's sort of sitting in a power position right now. Best team in the league. You're going to dominate the buyout market. You know, people are going to want to come play for us. 
if there's a solid team there, so you maybe don't have to stretch. This whole portal shit, no, man. I get, I'm not interested in. You know what? Jakob Podol, no, don't need him because you're gonna have to overspend for him. And like, but that's exactly what Brad doesn't need to be doing right now. You need yeah, yeah, that get good value for it. That's well, it. if it does, if it does happen, Sean, I, I think it's more about Grant Williams than, than it is more about Podol. But I'm, I'm, I'm with you. We'll, we can, we can talk about that as well. But Joel, what are you gonna say? Uh, I'll jump in. I'll, I'll piggyback on what Sean is saying. In years past, too, it's. It even affects like their offense when people were out, so it becomes more ISO yeah. and more like you know dribble, dribble, dribble instead of like you know the the ball movement that we've been seeing so far to start this season, right? So I think as is, they don't necessarily have to add a piece or trade for another piece, but I wouldn't be surprised if if Brad Stevens does. I mean, pretty much. I feel like maybe I'm. I might be uh, one of the few that might think this way, but I think everything, every decision Brad has made has been gold. Yeah, I don't think he's made yeah. one bad decision <laughs> since he's been. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like whether whether it was, I don't think you're in the minority of that. I think that's just fact. You guys, right. are, you guys are so biased. Geez. No, I'm yeah. just like what, I what don't. Decision, what decision has he made that's been bad? What's 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 one decision you're like? We shouldn't have done that. I mean, I don't think that's what I just said. That's why I just said what I said. I don't know. No, I, don't, no. I mean, give me one bond lay. Give me one bond lay a little too. Oh too my too. god, dude! <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know what I mean? I'm just kidding. Yeah, dude. No, but okay. So here's here's he's made like, like four decisions though. You're gonna make it sound like oh, this guy's on the feet. Yeah, like, he is. Okay, oh, maybe he is, but you know, give it some time. Yeah, sure. But he's undefeated. So, okay, my, my point with that was, like, if he decides not to add to this squad, I don't think it's the the end-all, be-all, you know, worst thing well, in the world. So I, Von, like, Noah, Noah's watching from afar being like, oh, Robert Williams going to miss some time now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But also, I, I also want to add that uh, Sway brought up Pritchard. That's someone that stays ready. He doesn't consistently play. Yeah, yeah, do not trade Pritchard. No, no, I'm not saying trade. I'm not saying trading him. No, I know, Joel. I'm just saying. <laughs> Hear me out. I'm not saying he's like quote unquote untradeable. Obviously, if there's if there's something out there that that's worth it, okay, you gotta you gotta at least give it give it some thought. But I, the whole like, oh, he's not even playing, so why why don't why don't they just trade him anyways? You get something for him. Like, I, I just think he's he's like he's there for a reason, and that reason is whether it's Marcus missing time or Malcolm Brogdon. Like, I just. I just feel better about the Celtics backcourt having that guy in the mix. You know, he's the even if those guys are both healthy, he's still Missoula's still trying to find some time for him because he, he's he's consistently like making his case for himself. You know, so I just yeah, but but yeah, I just want to get that out there because I feel like that's been the one well, game people are like, oh, I mean, yeah, that's you could what... put you could get something for him, but trade him, trade him, trade him. Yeah, no, like, no, like uh, let's 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 wait. Let's wait and see how the season plays out because you never know what's going to happen in terms of you know the the, the injury problem. Well, that's what I was going with that. Like, like he's someone that stays ready. Blake Griffin is someone that stays ready. Whether you it shows up in the box scores or not, but like you can see the impact that players like these that are you know waiting to get some playing time have on a roster like this because everybody wants to contribute. You know, that's, well, that's what I was going with that. Yeah. So I I unfortunately think like. If you're gonna make a deal, like I agree, I don't want to trade Payne Pritchard, but you're gonna sort of have to. Like if if you're you don't have a 
what are you going to trade more first round draft picks? I mean, we got to probably keep a couple of those things at some point, but um, yeah, Pritchard, Pritchard's going to be on the block. And here's another thing I, I want to just throw out there. Like we're, we're talking about like the depth of this team uh, and Brad Stevens decision. So like, what's up with Grant Williams? Like, are we just good? Is Brad planning on signing him like in the off season? Because if not, he's going to walk for literally nothing. And I mean, I don't know. I, not that you want to give up on a piece like that, but like we're talking about how do you improve the team? And if like if you package Grant Williams with Payne Pritchard, you could probably pull it. And and you know that's legitimate assets for a team out there that maybe wants to give something up. So I don't know. Hasn't been a lot of chatter about that, but I'm just throwing that out there. He's what going to be uh, restricted or unrestricted at the end of the year? Restricted, restricted, restricted. So it's really up to it's really up to Grant. I mean, look, if Grant yeah. puts up the type of postseason we saw last year, you know, something like that or even better, then something's going to really take a gamble and, and and other teams potentially matching an offer that they're going to have to either say, all right, he's worth. I don't know, let's say for, for, for sake of argument, right? I don't know, 17 to 18 million. Let's say the team says, look, we're willing to give you that. And so they're going to have to match that or they're going to have to see him walk. I mean, that's the, that, that's just the reality of, of where they are right now, which is why I think, um, of, you know, the, the, the talk around the, the, the city lately, uh, about potentially trading for, uh, Poto. Um, I mean, look, that's to me has a way more to do about the grant situation than about trading for, 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 you know, or, or trying to upgrade that spot. Yeah. You know, if, if, if you do make a trade like that, you would have him for another year. So if Grant were to walk, that would essentially be your, who you plug in, you know, to, 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 to pretty much be your new grant. So I don't think if it's something where to make a trade like that, that that's, that's set in stone. But again, if Grant puts together the type of performance in the postseason that warrants a, a, a big contract, and the Southerners aren't willing to match it, then that's going to be what happens, you know. If the Southerners do make a trade like that, yeah. But oh, you think you think that the 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 ask would be for Grant Williams for Poto? Is that the, is that the rumor? No, no. I think is if the Southerners were to trade for him, it wouldn't be including Grant Williams. It would be essentially having that gotcha. that yeah. that uh you know that the, the guy to, to to take over Grant's spot, yeah. so to speak. Well, oh, you would have both going into the postseason run. Yeah, but you would say, okay, well, if if Grant doesn't want to take this contract or or, or another team is and is, is asking is offering way too much, then see you later, you know. But I think I ideally the Celtics would like to have both of those guys just just to strengthen the the, the the front court, and then you wouldn't have to worry about adding pieces moving forward or at least until until after next season. Plus, there's still you know TPEs and uh, you know open roster spots or at least one roster spot. Hey, what about what about our guy sitting down in Phoenix, man? What that's the guy. I, that's the guy I'm thinking about. I would love to see Jay Crowder come into the mix because that's essentially if we're if we're if we're stacking up what this team is missing most, it's that a wing defender, a lock yeah. in, a, a, a three and D guy, you know, someone that you can that, that can that can guard the opposing team's best player while Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown needs a rest. You know, like I just think Great. he fits perfectly, and especially with his background. And, you know how much the city adored, you know Jay Crowder and his intensity. Not to mention the fact that he's been sitting on ice this entire season. I mean, you telling me he's not going to be motivated, man? That would be huge. well. Yeah, no, I think that's that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's one thing that this team needs is that like a, a, a 
a wing off the bench to to spell like Tatum. I mean, Tatum played what forty eight minutes out of the fifty three the other night against uh like the Warriors and yeah, they didn't take him off and he went to overtime. Yeah, yeah, like he did. He like that can't be a consistent thing, you know, during the rest of the season. I mean, the the fact that um, I know it's a different position, but Stevens mentioned the other night that um, Robert Williams is probably not going to play 30 minutes for the rest of the season. You know what I mean? Like he'll, that's like his limit, his limit. It'll be rare that he'll go over that for the rest of the regular season because they, they're still trying to get him back into game shape. You know, he's been, he's played what, like 14 games so far. So that's something else to con- to consider if you're, if you're, you know, trying to go a little bit smaller and, and turn, again, certain, you know, opponents or certain lineups or whatever, but. Yeah, and then you got somebody like Sam Hauser who's kind of been MIA since what, what, like mid December, beginning of December. No, he's in, he's in the doghouse kid. Yeah, yeah. he's on the rotation. Run right now though increases trade value because if he can start knocking down some threes, you know he's not going to crack anything in the postseason for this team anyway. So like, get him, get it, get him out there, let him shoot, let him drain some threes, and then throw. Wait, him you're, trying to, you're trying to, you're trying, you're uh... trying to. Tickle Phoenix's fancy, bro. Are you trying yeah, to? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at this guy. No. <laughs> bro, at, this, at this point, Phoenix just needs anybody to, yeah. you know. They need they need bodies. Yeah. yeah. No, you need that. You need that one Scott to be like shades of Booker. Okay. All right. Done. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know what though? It's going back, like this whole trade thing. Like, obviously, the two spots on the team. We're talking about. Oh, Wayne. which by the way, hold on, real quick. Uh, a lot of scouts. At the last couple of Celtics games, home games, uh, the seeding chart that we get, the media seeding chart, they'll offer uh, – occasionally you'll see like one or two scouts. There was like four or five in the last couple of games. So just From where? Something to keep an eye on. Um, well, see, that's the thing too. The, you don't want to get too fixated on the teams, but, I mean, it's always interesting. But I want to say Phoenix was like a couple of games ago, but it was a lot of like Knicks and like um, – See, that's the thing, too. Sometimes they say it, sometimes it just says NBA scout. So They could right. be the too, so it is like... It could be, yeah, they also could be lying. Could be just saying another team or whatever. They, yeah. Whenever you see a lot of scouts, you're like, oh, yeah, it's trade season. So, Thumbs yeah. going down. Yeah, well, I mean, if you really want to, like, try to find the, the places to add, I think we're, we're all, in, like, in agreement, just, like, wing death is great. But then, like, getting... A big. I understand why Portal's a little bit like attractive because you can rest Horford and you can give you know maybe if Robert Williams needs time time off like you can go. Right. But like, and also doing he's not doing second half of back to back still, so that's still in place. But like, isn't that a spot that Grant Williams should be stepping into and getting a? That's bigger what I'm saying, man. Like, I just feel like we we wanted to see we, we expected him to blossom into yeah. You know that the, the guy who could solidify those minutes, but he just look lately. He, yeah, good game in Toronto. Lately, he's been better. But if you look at the whole picture of the season, I mean, it hasn't been a whole lot of improvement compared to last so, year. So that that's what I mean. Like, I feel like you don't need to go go pay for a big man with assets. Like, put Grant in there, force his hand. Let him play the minutes. You you got Cornette, who you obviously don't want to get rid of, and you want to play. And he, so yeah, he's part of he's part of the picture. He's part of the picture. Yeah, got Blake Griffin. You have these bodies that can do it, and then just wait for the buyout market, man. Like, there's going to be plenty of people bought out. There's going to be big men that are going to be like, you know, the Andre Drummonds of the world that are just like always pop up, like those type of players. The Stiffs. 
don't want the Steps, man. No, the Steps have done that before. Just say, just say <laughs> who you want to say. Say who you want to say, Dutra. They did, they did the Monroe. They did the Monroes. Hey, who, who? Say who you want to say. Boogie Cousin. Yes, that's what yes. you want to say. Okay. Yes. Okay. Fine. I'm just, I'm just saying though. There's plenty of big men out there that can come in and play, and we don't need to overpay for it. I think Poto's stupid because you're going to overpay for him when you could wait. You're the best team in the league. Veterans are going to want to play for you. So that free agent buyout market, you're going to be on top of the list. Like if you, well, I mean, it, p- players have to be spoken about because it's trade season. It's literally like you know a couple of weeks but away. But I don't want them to pay for Poto, man. Gee, don't pay for that dude. Yeah, but you have another year already, and so you don't have to. You're not. You're not nope. re-upping at the end of the season. I'm not. T- I cash. I don't care if they pay cash. I care if they're giving up Pritchard. I care if they're giving up a first round draft pick or sec like whatever it is for somebody like Podol just to get a guy in. Yeah, he might or be. He might be a little pricey. For money. He might be a little pricey because San Antonio is trying to get assets. They yeah. they basically lost Dejounte Murray for. Did they? I don't even know who the hell they got for him when. Gallinari. Yes, yeah, like <laughs> Bellinari and like maybe a draft. Like they're in a weird spot where like now nah, like, like, the Johnson. I mean, I'm all for that. Like, I think that'd be a great, a great move. But they're not. Nah, gonna, that's not happening. That's not that they're, they're, gonna, they're, gonna, they're gonna build around people like that. Yeah, they're like we love Romeo. You know, like that's what they're on right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's player, players on the Spurs I pay for. Poto's not one of them. Yeah. All right. Fuck Poto. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look. I I I I, could, I I get the interest. Like I, I understand. It's just, yeah. I mean, look, that's just where the, this team is at right now. You know, it's interesting too because they, with, with everything going on, I mean, I, I guess it took Robin Williams to you know being ruled out for the game for 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 Missoula to finally turn to to Blake. But why not give Blake some more minutes, man? Some, I agree. Some run here, I don't I don't understand. I mean, Blake then. Stacking up DMPs, he was stacking up DMPs heading into that 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 game against the Raptors, and I don't understand why there isn't seven, eight, nine minutes. You know, you can allocate some minutes for this dude when uh, he's giving you energy. He can he can pass well. You know, he can he can cover the perimeter if you need him to. Obviously, it's Spurs. I mean, I'm not saying put the guy out there for 20 minutes, but I, I'm I'm surprised he he didn't do that sooner. You know, I mean, he finally did it against Toronto. I think I think, I think because Cornette is taking his minutes yeah. over the last like you know few weeks, and and it's it's surprising. To yeah, see but Cornette that. played like ninety seconds against the Warriors. You know, no, I get I it. Know. No, I get, I get it. But he, if you notice, against the Warriors, certain matchups. You know, I know, but against the Warriors, he shortened up his lineup for the very first time, like this yeah. season. Like it was like a playoff type of like rotation. Where he's like, I'm not going any more than like you know, eight guys, maybe nine, with a sprinkle of a little, like you said, ninety seconds of of Cornette in there. He's like, nope, I'm, I'm going to keep these the same guys, but. And he and he said it's just another game. Imitate. Exactly, game. exactly. No, you know, you know, it wasn't just another game. They're they're all full of shit. But anyways, you are lying. <laughs> you, you are high. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but when it comes to like someone like Blake, Blake was always getting Horford's. Like when when Horford wasn't playing back to back, that you Blake was automatically their starter for the next game. But yeah. for whatever Spot reason, starts. for whatever yeah. reason, maybe Cornette has a lot to do with that. You know, I guess he's. Maybe he's still trying out, you know, these these different lineups, and 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 Blake is just the type of dude where he's like, all right, you know, I'm not gonna bitch about it. I'm I'm happy to be on, in this situation to begin with, and and he's just just his presence, either in practice or in the locker room, is just what what makes Joe just say, all right, if I have to call on him, I will. But you're right, I do agree he should be playing a little more than what he has been. 
I think so. We're all in agreement. Like the Celtics don't need to make a move for a big. They have bodies there. They have they have enough yeah. to be able to. If Rob Williams is going to miss ten games, they have enough on this team to be able to fill that that spot and let them rest. And up. they don't have to give out assets, like you said. They, you know, they have yeah. that roster spot open. So, like you don't want to. You obviously always want to be improving. You don't want to mess with a good thing. But like, let's do it without. Let's do it like with super value picks. You don't need to be going. This is not not a year where you need to be like really digging, taking away from your depth to and, and like bring in a, a I don't know a, another star. I mean, there's that you don't need that. Like you just need to tweak a couple things, get a little more big man depth, wing depth, and don't overpay for it. So it's going to be probably a pretty boring but hopefully effective trade season. I don't know. All right, well, Sean. Isn't it weird that we're not? This is the first year we've ever done this podcast where there's no talk about trading Jalen Brown or trading Jason Tatum at the trade deadline. There's nothing like this is the first year we finally we finally crossed that barrier. Yeah, a trip to the NBA Finals will do that, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah, I love it. That being said, Sean, who's up next? Yeah, we're looking ahead. Who the Celtics playing? You know, I haven't I haven't really made a song about looking ahead in a while, man. Maybe I have to get back into the back into the oh, and, and by the way, guys, F- FYI, um the whole Jay Crowder thing, the only way I could see it happening without them giving up assets is Gallinari. I mean, I think that's that's the one that's the contract that would make it that would that would make the trade work. I mean you, you could do it. it Yeah, it's Gallinari and probably Pritchard. They don't need another guard, bro. <laughs> the <Suns>. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. They need a guard that doesn't suck. Pritchard would go in there and probably, even when the Suns are fully healthy, like play 25 minutes a night. Their bench sucks, dude. Or you could do... Well, not their bench. They're starters now because everyone's fucking hurt on that team. They Gallinari. De- it'll be like a Gallinari-Hauser or Gallinari-Griffin. Jackson works, too. Uh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Gallinari, exactly. Gallinari has to be in it. Yeah, Gallinari has to be in basically any trade because yeah. it's the only contract that we have that's like... I thought Jay was making a little less, but he's making he's making about $10 million. I thought it was a little less. Bring back Crowder, baby. Got that jersey in my closet, ready to ready to dust it off, dude. That'd be a fun team, man. Crowder, Marcus, back together, man. You better, hope, you better hope he doesn't pick 79. That would that would be brutal, man. <laughs> just ninety eight, just switches it all up, dude. <laughs> nah, he wouldn't do that to the brand. Yeah, he can't do that to the brand. He knows he knows how many crowd of slides he sold those ninety nine slides, dude. You know. Anyways, all right, we're gonna look ahead. All righty, let's take a peek at what the Celtics got going on here, huh? All right, oh. Gotta love it. You love to see these marquee matchups on the schedule. Uh, Celtics travel down to the lovely state of Florida. Take I was going to say, marquee? My man, Bull Bull, still balling down there. <laughs> Bull Bull night. Bull Bull night. There we go. Uh, Celtics, Orlando. Uh, you know, I don't know. You wasn't too too excited at the Bobo weekend. I don't know. It was Bobo night. Bobo weekend was a a bust, man. (laughs) Celtics lost, and and Bobo didn't play nothing. Didn't do nothing. No, his first first game wasn't that bad. The second one, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So so Bobo Bobo put up his average. That's what he did. Yeah. (laughs) 
I was really hoping for a 30 point night explosion from Bull. <laughs> Bull, Bull weekend with the butt. <laughs> Uh, uh, He's like, and, and the Celtics lost. <laughs> and the Celtics, <laughs> yeah. Sean wanted like ball ball to like do like a twenty twenty double double and the loss and the losing ever. Yeah, the losing ever. But like, well, ball ball didn't disappoint, but the Celtics still won. But the Celtics won. There we go. But no, literally, ball ball disappointed and the Celtics lost. That was brutal. Man. <laughs> All right, now so we going. We're gonna have ball ball revenge weekend or ball ball revenge day on Monday. And then back to back in Miami, they cross the state, go down to South Beach, taking on uh, the South Beach is a separate state now. Uh, South uh, across the state. Oh, I think you said across. Okay, I think you said. Yes. Right, never mind. Go ahead. Um, the <laughs> you said cross state line. I don't even know how to describe the Heat right now. I mean, they're obviously still a good team. I feel like they're so inconsistent. Uh, because their health has been up and down. Yeah, are they? Um, they're buyers. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to they're like the they're like the Warriors of the East, but yeah, without the championship. Well, do we believe in them? Like, are they going to be a team that's going to be some someone to mess around in the playoffs? They're going to pick it up. I mean, it's sort of been all over the place. I don't even know. Yeah, as long as uh, Spolstra's still their coach, as pains me to say, yeah, they're they're going to be someone to be reckoned with in the playoffs. Yeah, um, right now they're in, sitting in the sixth seed, twenty five and twenty two. So that's actually a little bit better. They, they're finally out of the. Um, they're a tough um, first out. Like that first round matchup is going to be whoever they're playing against. It's going to be tough for them. I mean, not for them, for the opposing team. If they were to get squeeze out of that, it wouldn't shock me. But I just don't know if they have enough to to to, to beat a team like the Celtics or the Bucks in a seven game series. Like I don't know. They got to prove it to me. But I, I'm. I'm, I'm with you, Joel. Like, yeah, Eric Spolstra and the culture. I'm, I'm, I'm still buying into that, but they're not as scary as they were last year. Put it that way. Like, even going into that series against the Celtics, I, was, I had the Celtics, but I was just like, man, this is, this is going to be tough. And, and you yeah. can say the same thing about the Bucks, even though they didn't have Chris Middleton. Um, you know, you, you still had that same sort of level of fear, but this year, I, I think it's diminished a bit. Whereas the Bucks have it. If yeah. anything, they've gone a little bit the other way. But I still, yeah, I don't put the I don't put the heat in that in that same uh, space as the Celtics and the Bucks. Those are the two top teams in the East. That I was sort of getting at, like, are they going to be someone that is just like you don't want them in the first round, though. You don't want that. No, smoke, you don't want you? that. Nah. Yeah, but but I mean, like, are they a second round team? Or you don't want that fuego, no fuego. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, second so, round team, something well, like that. It'll be good to get a look at them too, because talking about trades, that's another team that always is active at the trade deadline to improve. So, you know, uh, be interesting to take a peek at them and, and see where where they're going to be in the next month. Um, and then Celtics on Thursday night, back-to-back TNT spots for these uh, Boston Celtics. They're taking on uh, the New York Knicks at home. So it's in our contract, guys. You gotta sing this jingle every time. Uh, yeah. All right, let's finish it out. Kind of fades out at that point. That's the best part, you know. Uh, yeah. So, wonder how much that guy got paid for. Speaking of the Knicks and the Heat, both have identical records right now. So, um, Knicks are playing pretty solid basketball. Jalen Brunson clicking in. I told you the Knicks would be pretty solid this year, but 
Don't want to listen. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess. They're a cute little team right now. They're fun. They're a fun league pass team to watch. I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah, I mean that, and especially a motivated Nick team against the Celtics. I mean, we'll, we'll be in for a good one for sure. Oh no, this, this that'll be a really good game. The Knicks, dude. Every, yeah. The Knicks. No, I know. I, I just don't. I, I don't. I, I don't want to sound like you know shit on the Knicks. Yeah. I mean, look, they're, they're good, but I mean, well, we, we're always waiting for another shoot to drop, right? So, By the way, hey, yeah, it's it, it's this week, so. Yeah. I, I guess they can they can ride it out for another what, four or five, five months. Right, yeah. The the other shoe of the ten game losing streak and panics yeah, all over. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Does that happen before the Celtics game or after? Yeah, I'm gonna say probably after. So I'll I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. We, we, you can't go you can't go as far as Kenny Smith. Yeah, you know the other night he was talking about like oh they're like a piece away and and Charles is like yeah uh, LeBron or if I can yeah. you know Archie <laughs> the Kumpo like. <laughs> Kevin Durant, like, yeah. is that what you're talking about? Because they're definitely not. Franchise altering, yeah. like, players. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of T's away. Yeah. A lot of T's away. I was dying when he said that. I was like, even EJ was like, that's a good point. Scenario for Knicks fans, dude. One piece away. All the time, all the time. Oh, it was just one piece away. They've been saying that for 15 years no, they've been saying it since they made it to the finals back in '99, bro. Yeah, yeah seriously. That's <laughs> and, and Allen Houston. They just need one more piece. Just one more piece. One more piece. You just need to stay healthy. You and just need to stay healthy. Yeah, this yeah. team's got it, man. So, they just need like a Tim Duncan. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, with with, with Chris Childs and fucking Charlie Ward, yo, they're they're in there. They're good. Yo, but like seriously though, every every time there's a major free agent that's up, then it's like the Knicks are gonna be the Knicks, baby. They're, they're, they're gonna be. That just started two years ago. Remember during the bubble when they when they went on that run and they were they, they, they made the playoffs and it was all oh, look out, look out. And then the following year, it was just like, yeah, what happened there? Like, yeah, no, they missed out on LeBron seven times. <laughs> on, no, no, no. You know, this is all this. This is all this is all this, is all, this propaganda. KD. Uh, uh, yeah, this whole propaganda with the Knicks and look out for them. It's all it's all about the fact that they could have traded for Donovan Mitchell and they didn't. Okay? Um, Dumb, dumb, dumb mistake. I mean, like, like that's one of the worst mistakes. Like, looking back on it, if they don't somehow fix this in the next couple of years, that's going to be the narrative. That's going to be the, 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 the one of the top mistakes. Where they, everyone's going to say, "Why didn't you guys do this?" Especially as Cleveland is is staying relevant, As, you know, ascending, yeah. and they're not going to they're not going anywhere with that young talent around them. They got young talent and Donovan. and Donovan wanted New York. Like they, they, he wanted you guys. He thought it was a done deal. He that's, that's, that was a done deal. Thing because what was it? R.J. Barrett and, and first round picks or something like that. Like it was something like it was a there was a sh- it was a shiller of uh, first round picks. Apparently, that, that was that. Well, apparently apparently it wouldn't agree. Dame Dame was about Grimes, and they were like, "No, man, we're not throwing Grimes in there." Like, wait, what? Stupid, stupid. Wait, was it Barrett though? Who was, who was the other guy? It had to have been Barrett. I yeah, mean, it was Barrett. It was Barrett. Yeah, it was Barrett. Which is fine because then, dude, that. Yeah. That three-headed monster of Ra- motivated Randall, Jalen, and Donovan Mitchell. That's that's yeah. legit, man. That's a, and no Mitchell Robinson was in that deal, wasn't he? Didn't they want Mitchell Robinson? Okay. Yeah, yeah, did. probably. I think he wanted to replace Gobert with that. If yeah. that's if that's and true, Robinson's one of the the, the best uh, rim, rim protectors right now in the NBA. Yeah, I would say they. I mean, yeah, but he's but, injured right now. Like he's, they're saying he's out for a significant amount of time. Uh, yeah. 
got that Robert Williams syndrome going on. There you go. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Knicks, another thing that's really interesting to watch out for the Knicks is my man. Tibbs? Tibbs. <laughs> dude, he's not looking good, man. He's really not looking good, dude. Like, I'm really nervous about Tibbs, dude. Like, really am. Like, seeing him on the sideline, like, just. Like, the no, way he doesn't sleep. No, I mean, I mean, so like, so his life is predicated on this, the the Knicks making the playoffs. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, right. I do think so. Like, I don't think that dude can handle a 10 game losing streak, man. Right now, he may not make it out. All right. So here, here we go. Uh, just to just take a quick look back and and you know the reports or what could have been. It was Barrett. I knew it was someone else. Uh, Toppin, Mitchell Robinson. And three unprotected first round picks. That that was the Barrett the reported reported deal on the table. Barrett Robinson and Obi Toppin. Oh. I would do that today. Like, no, I think I think Obi Toppin was the one that were like, nah, that's a little too much. And then <laughs> and then this is according to a what was your uh, police report? Uh, in a different discussion between the sides, the Knicks refused Utah's request to include Quentin Grimes oh, with okay. Barrett. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Danny was like, "No." So one or the other. You put Q. You put Q in there. All right. They were like, "You better stop it." And then, <laughs> knock it the, off. The talk, the talk stopped. Knock it off, Danny. All right. Yeah. Boop, Danny, boop, boop. would you just knock it off? All right. Well. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> that was the sign of Danny hanging up the phone. Guy. <laughs> he called Cleveland shortly after. He's like, "Okay, Cleveland, let's do it. Let's do it." He called Cleveland. They were like, "Colin Sexton too." All right, done. <laughs> but you gotta extend the first them. round picks in 2025, 2027, 2029, plus swaps in 26 and 28. Jeez Louise, Cleveland came up. They, they, but that's the thing, man. They've had, they've had these picks for how many, like, you know, decades? Cleveland, yeah. they need to go out and spend. You know? And the Knicks don't realize, like, you should be doing that too, because free agents, yeah. no one fucking wants to go there. You gotta go out and fucking. Spend your picks, dude. That was that's so stupid. But anyways, um, not like that. But nobody wants to be like the one that saves the franchise in Cleveland <laughs> after LeBron yeah. left for the second time. Dude, just, uh, just do, do yourself a favor too. If you really want to see like how how concerning Thibodeau's appearance is, just do a then and now search of the t- Thibodeau in the past five years to what he looks like now. Oof, guy has aged. Not <laughs> <laughs> still not, <in> huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, um, also, last one we'll talk about because who knows what the week's going to bring. Lakers, prime time. AB, big, that's a big basketball day or something, right? Is it, there's like a triple header or some shit going on, but. Uh, it's the Saturday, it's the Saturday showcase. Yeah, Saturday showcase, 8.30 p.m. ABC, Celtics, Lakers. So that'll be a good one. Yeah, it's like the, you know, before the, the big football day on Sunday, like, oh, we'll, we'll smack you in the face with some basketball first. Yeah, let's give it a little tickle for the basketball fancy, huh? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's what I got. Celtics, Orlando, Miami, New York, Los Angeles, Florida, baby. You could say there are three teams and bowl ball. Because the Magic really aren't a team. It's just more like a experience. The Bull Bowl experience. It's a tough one. It's a doozy, Joel. What do you got? <sighs> Again, Orlando has fucking been tricky this season for the Celtics. 
They give me OKC vibes sometimes. By the way, since that game where everyone panicked, the Celtics, that's when their winning streak started. So Yeah, and 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 OKC too has been on a tear. Yeah, OKC then. is like, yeah, they're not they're not bad. Yeah, so, yeah they're like <laughs> six. They're like six or like fifth in the in the West right now. They're not bad. Awesome. He's like, no, they're not like bad. But like after that, everyone was pushing the panic button real quick. The train machines were going, bro. They were 150 like, points. How do you allow 150 points? Shea Gilgis Alexander didn't play. I know, that's right. I forgot I about that. Shit. I heard that a hundred thousand times, and it was Shea wasn't even playing. Four players scored twenty five points. What? It got it got kind of weird. Man. Go it, yeah, it got really weird after that game, and all the Celtics do is win nine foot straight and shut everybody out. No, no, they just had to go and just beat Luca, and then that was it. They were like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah this team's all right." Uh, uh, <laughs> all right, what do you got? Three Where's and one. Three and one. Three and one. Three and one. All right. Orlando. Where's the loss? Orlando. You're giving it to the... I don't know why, but it's fucking Orlando. Jeez, but Bobo doesn't go off. Bobo. Because if he does, then everyone's going to be like, why did they let him go? Why did Bobo end up in Orlando? The Bobo revenge game. I'm torn here. I'm going to say three and one. Okay. So that means... I say, I say Miami comes through with some inspired basketball. Uh... Jimmy Butler goes off. I don't know. These guys really, they, they really want to stick it to the Celtics. I, I think they win in the close one. Yeah, I think the Celtics are just going to get up for these games, though. That's why I think, like, that New York coming back, that could be that could be a tough one. But, I'll, I'll, yeah, I think Celtics are doing a great job of getting up for the big ones, which is, like, so un-Celtics-like, it seems like. Um, but uh, And the Heat hasn't been playing great, you know. They got their, they got their asses handed to them by the Mavericks, but. I don't know. Something about these two, man. Whenever they they go they go at it, they just they just give us a good a, a good game. You know, Bam Adebayo is good friends with Tatum. You know, they remember what happened last year. <laughs> who who isn't Tatum Butler. cool with? <laughs> I know, right? Strange. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler, man, he's uh he's been a little off. I feel like he turns it around against the Celtics. I don't know. Yeah. So it's, nothing is, is discourages me. Like nothing makes me think like, oh, he's been off lately, so he's not going to have the same energy. He's going to have the same energy against something. No. I, I think it's going to be the other way around. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, I just feel yeah. like like yeah, twelve against the Mavericks. He had eighteen against the uh, the Pelicans. Dude, he's uh, averaging he he's averaging twenty twenty one points. That's it. Like yeah. that's yeah, but it's not like you know you know you know the thing with Jimmy is you you know what you're going to get in terms of effort, and he can go anywhere from like you said twenty one points and regular average, or he can go off of forty. I know, but or, yeah. or or he can be like a late game scratch. That yeah, shit happens too. Yeah, he had a he had a very pedestrian year. Like you're not hearing anything about him, and like I think this, I think he prefers it that way. Actually, this is a team that's one piece away. Like they needed to consolidate some of their twelve point scores: Lowry, Oladipo, Caleb Martin, Max Strauss, and actually trade for a legit piece to put next to Jimmy Butler and freaking. Bam at a bio. That's what I would do if I well, was. In. Well, have you have you heard the uh, the word the word the rumor mill that if uh, Dallas doesn't get their shit together in terms of making sure that Luca's happy, Miami is just waiting in the winds to uh, strike and have him go to Miami. Mark Cuban will never trade Luca. No, I'm not trading. I'm saying like when it he comes, will to never, he will he will base he he will never let Luca go. Luca's in Dallas forever. Yeah, man. Cuban, Cuban will not let, like look, dude, yeah. Kirk, like 
when does a player ever like the I think Luke is there forever, man. He's not. Right. Yeah, think, man. You know, uh, you know, Mark's gonna ship night that shit. You know. Yeah, like, he's no, been, not going nowhere. He'll he'll be like he's gonna dangle him over the fucking you know balcony and say like you ain't going nowhere, motherfucker. No, he'll be like hey, I can only pay <laughs> sign the contract. <laughs> you signed the fucking contract. <laughs> he's gonna give him money under the Mark, table. This is very unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lifetime contract, son. I know. Right? <laughs> Ironclad, you ain't going nowhere, motherfucker. Yeah, you're fucking you. You're living with me, bro. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I did hear Trey Young is sort of getting shopped around too. Have you guys seen heard those rumors? Oh yeah, I don't that, believe it. Shit, I know. No, I'm not. I don't believe that. But like, shit is shit is down in Atlanta. Like, yeah. Like Nate McMillan's talking about like he we wanted to like resign at one point. <laughs> like, because Nate doesn't play that shit. Right? Yeah. Nate's an OG yeah. type of coach, and he, he demands some damn respect. Man, the whole thing the whole thing blew up with when he didn't show up for that game where he was um he was he was injured, but he didn't go to the game at all. Yeah. It's just like my man. Like you gotta show. Up. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. But if you, if you, if I had to call it, if I had to place my bet, it's what normally happens in the NBA. A coach gets fired. They move on to another coach, and they hope that they can mend the relationship between the head coach and and the, and the star player. I mean, it's 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 sad, but this is what happens in the NBA. If, if the team doesn't turn things around, he'll he'll be gone by the end of this year. Man. Yeah, I mean, but there's there's, there's been rumors. They're not that... gonna trade Trey. They're gonna they would either they would either trade pieces around him to try to help. The, the, the team or if they don't if they don't mend that relationship they're gonna they're gonna get a new coach that's just what happens man. yeah i mean the 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 rumors around there has just been like the relationship between nate and trey it just hasn't been a good one and you know everything stems from that like oh trey is a bad teammate or he's this and that in the locker room and then uh the other the other day the the last game that I saw of Atlanta on, on national TV when they barely won. They were up by like 20 against, I think it was Miami actually. They, they, the Miami came back, but they didn't win the game. When they were interviewing, um, uh, Murray, Murray, which was like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to fit in. I'm like, yo, it's halfway through the season and you're still trying to fit in. Like, I don't know. That sounds a little, yeah. a little sus to me. Yeah. The two, the, the, the two guard thing combo. I mean, it hasn't been great. It hasn't worked out great, but it's just—it's just unfortunate. I hate hearing that type of stuff with like problems with the coach and all that type of thing. It's just like, man, just figure it out. You know, you guys are professionals. You guys have a talented team. You know, it's not like you guys are trash. Like it sucks. They went all in too. They like they went all in to build this team around Trey, and then Trey's like, yeah, right. I don't. Like, yeah. Hey, all of a sudden, don't give a shit, dude. Like, I don't know, dude. I mean, clearly he's got some maturing to do. That's just what happens. Uh, like we've. We've seen so many players go through it, and then after three, four years, they mature. But yeah, he's just going through it right now. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm just looking at some of like the maybe the he just did, maybe he needs to make some adjustment, not necessarily just a team. I don't know. Looking at some of the names out there though that could move, like there's a lot of good point guards that potentially could be traded. Uh, so I don't know if they want to give up on Trey and flop him for like Van Fleet and a bunch of picks or something like that. There's, there's things they could do, man, if they don't want to. Cause is Trey gonna win you a title? I don't think so, man. Like, just don't tell Hawks fans. I don't. I don't think Trey's gonna win you a title. Either way, I don't even know how we got into Atlanta because they're not playing the Celtics anytime. I don't know. Yeah, Joel brought him up. Fucking you. You're the one, Dutra. That were like, oh, I heard Trey's gonna get traded. Motherfucker, you always you always do that. I don't know how we started talking about you know fucking Tibbs dying, but you know, we should get back to Tibbs because. We're, time is running out to talk about him. 
Yeah. All right. So three, all right, well, three and one, three and one, and four and zero. Oh. Okay. Yeah, baby. You gonna, you gonna let you gonna let Sean just stomp all over your your, your segment there, Joel? In case you missed it, Tibbs is dying. Nah, man, because uh, that's not in my that's not in my notes. <laughs> Tibbs has looked the same to me for the past, you know, decade and a half. <laughs> Oof, I don't know, man. Just really, t- I guess it's relevant because he's on the docket. But I, I guess you're you're in the clear there, Sean. Really, <laughs> get a close look. That wait, so wait. I'm like, no, I'm, on, I'm I've been bringing up these health concerns for a while, but you know, so they're, they're playing them soon. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> might as well bring them back up again. <laughs> every week, every week is like you know, speaking of uh, you know whatever team. Uh, their their coach not looking so good, guys. I don't know. It might be speaking of ugly. You guys seen uh, Tidbit? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Minnesota coach that like it was like, yo, I'm gonna. It looks like, like Chet. It looks like Chet Hunter from Green yeah, Boy Meets World. I think it's some random dude walking down, like you know, past the, the gym, like you, you come here. You're gonna you're gonna coach yeah. this team now. <laughs> if I gave you, if I said I would give you a million dollars to name the Minnesota coach, you, we'd all be fucked. We'd be missing. <laughs> we'd all be missing out on a million dollars. Yeah, Floyd. Oh yeah, we still we still don't know. <laughs> we keep forgetting <laughs> this guy's Floyd. name. Huh? Fucking months later, we still don't know what this fucking guy's name is. Uh, Bobby, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby Davidson, dude. Bobby, <laughs> Chris Floyd. Yeah, Christopher Floyd. <laughs> all right. What did we, we miss? Great Scott. Chris Floyd. <laughs> what did we miss? Let's take a trip around the NBA. <laughs> let's, wrap up every, let's wrap up this show the way we wrap up every single show here on Cosmic Street, which was in case you missed it. 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 Hey, sure, what we missed? Chris Finch, that was close, man. Yo, when they took when they take away that million dollars, I will lose it. Like, come on, what's that? Come on, I said Chris. They're like, sorry, man, I got to be the full one, you know. You were the closest, but still wrong, still wrong. Hundred thousand, come on. You didn't let me finish. I said Chris. Did I say Chris F? Come on, I only missed. I only missed like five letters. I was in the middle of saying this when you just shut me off. Chris Finch. He goes by Chris Floyd. He just likes it. I'm like, I know. Look up his look up his birth certificate. I swear. Yeah, Christopher Floyd. Maybe maybe he maybe he's technically Finch, but no one calls him Finch. It's always Floyd. Sorry, I think you're thinking of an actor. <laughs> and that's Christopher Lloyd, not Chris. <laughs> so you're wrong. On all- Whatever you know, you googled it. You googled like, wait, is this? <laughs> you're wrong all over the place, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, are you high? <laughs> Frankly, we've we've chosen the wrong contestant for this. Game. Yeah, you know, they <laughs> can't be. Joking. You know, I can't be joking. Right? <laughs> no. If someone said that that was Chet Hunter's brother, you believe it. He looks like Chet Hunter. Uh, he looks like he looks like the dude from Ferris. From Lloyd, Lloyd. He looks like the dude from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, all grown up. <laughs> <laughs> the dude fucking like all grown up, <laughs> middle aged, middle aged, yeah. <laughs> It's it's Floyd, not Floyd. <laughs> you asshole. You dumb fuck. Uh, <laughs> like half a million in the outfield? Yeah, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man. Back Doc to the Brown? Gotta love it. Doc Brown, baby. <laughs> Doc Brown. <laughs> Wait, did you drop angels in the outfield? 
<laughs> that was a great movie, bro. It was a great movie. Danny Glover, baby. Yeah, for a second, I got scared. I was like, wait, he was in there, right? Yeah, he was. <laughs> was he in it, though? Like, I know, but I'm still trying. I'm still, like, questioning that. Is he? Was he in that? Yeah, dude. He was he's the he? angel. Oh, he was the angel. That's right. See, that's how that's how long it's been since I've seen that movie. You're right. I was thinking about the only time, the only thing I think about when I hear that dude's name is fucking Back to the Future. Yeah, I know, but I wanted to go. I wanted to go another route. That was the only other movie I could think of. <laughs> you were like, uh, "Angels in the outfield." Uh, he's the angel, bro. He is yeah, the angel. Yes, yes. When I was a kid, I was like, "Yo, that guy's an angel." Look at him. He's special. Right? It wasn't something like something like mystical about him. You were a kid. Like, Yo, this dude is you're a real person. <laughs> Are you a real person? Like, did Hollywood make you? Like, what the heck? Are you <laughs> How are you glowing? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Christopher. <laughs> like, if I ever see that dude in person, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta talk to this guy. Are you real? Are you real? <laughs> like him and Gary Busey were from the same test tube. Fucking <laughs> 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 testing out things. Like Hollywood, just like just reading actors. Oh uh, fuck. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh wow, we right. went off the real thing. Yeah, real, real. <laughs> bring it back in, guys. Bring it back in. <laughs> All right. All right. You know, you know, listeners of a certain age are like, who the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> they're Googling right now. Unfortunately, I got nothing and I, I have nothing uh ex- as exciting as Doc Brown <laughs> or the angel in the outfield. <laughs> but um in case you missed it. Christopher Lloyd's new movies coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Future 4 is in the works. It's this. Yeah, what is shocking, man? They're freaking bringing everything else back. Oh, shit. It's going to be like going back to like the year like 97. And they're like, fuck you guys. Michael J. J. Fox, like, okay, I guess so. Whatever. This is, yeah. Yeah, he's going to have to like direct it or something. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Lloyd. Yo, Lloyd's got a movie coming out on Disney Plus, bro. There you go. Oh, there all right. Go. Still doing it. Good for him, man. Good for him. <laughs> it comes out in April. No. Oh, no, it came out already. It was last April. Ah. <laughs> it was 2022. Yeah. Oh, really flew under the radar, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we missed it. <laughs> Damn it, Joel. You're supposed to not let us miss these. Guys, guys, you hey, guys, yo, if you guys Google. listen to the tape back in April. I, I talked about you know it. How Google, you know how Google does that thing where they're like, what most people have asked? <laughs> it says... It says well, they make a Back to the Future four. There the you answer go. is uh, Back to the Future four will like will likely never happen. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Only likely though, it might not happen. Still, <laughs> I don't know who said this, but there's a quote that says, "We told a complete story with the trilogy." <laughs> <laughs> there's no loose ends. We tied them all up. Now, like, the reboot, now, the reboot was proposed by Michael J. Fox. Believe it or not. <laughs> Of course, he <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Yo, we bring this back or not? Everyone else is doing it. Yo, I got it's either I do Back to the Future 4 or I'm doing Teen Wolf again. Teen Wolf 3. <laughs> Which one? Everybody else is doing it. Everyone else is doing it, guy. Uh, that shit, that shit was tied up so long ago that, like, in the the last movie, it was what what the two thousand and like in terms of when they went to the future, it was what two? It's already passed two thousand eleven, no something like that. No, no two, I think it was I think it was twenty twenty something, wasn't it? 
It was 2022 because that was the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. It was so, like, yeah. yeah. Last year it was like, oh, this is the year that they. Or 2020 going. was it 2020? Maybe I don't know. It was something 20. Something like that. Yeah. Something 20. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when. Well, actually, no. That came out a couple of years ago with the. Um, didn't it come out with the, uh, with the with those boards or whatever? Well, they don't fly in the air, but the hoverboards. Yeah. When did those come out? 2015 or some shit. Dude, I don't know. Oh, and then even Kanye had he 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 put out some sneakers that look like that the, the McFlies. The McFlies. Your flies open, McFly. Kanye loved that movie, bro. <laughs> All right, <I> know. <laughs> Mad Lions. <laughs> <in that movie. laughs> great movie, great movie. Great line, great line, by the way. All right, so that uh, Back to the Future slash Christopher Lloyd edition of uh, In Case You Missed It. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, guys. There gonna be no damn reboot. All right, <laughs> sorry. So enjoy the first three. Back to the future, all right? The moral of the story. Oh, all right, let's go. All right. <laughs> you guys are wondering about, the, about a fourth. Someone Three, out, fourth back to the future. Many people out there are like, no, I wasn't wondering at all. Just get back. Just get to the fucking in case you missed this shit. <laughs> Yo, you know how this shit works, though? You know how this shit works? Tomorrow's going to be a fucking headline. Back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> Right after we dropped the fucking episode. <laughs> in the works. <laughs> in the works. Officially in the works. believe it. Confirmed by Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> Directed by Michael J. Fox. Christopher Lloyd's going back to Angels, Angels in the outfield star, Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed. I forgot about him. <laughs> I can't remember Danny Glover's crazy ass, but you don't remember the actual. I forgot angel, the actual angel. The angel in the outfit. Until wow. you fucking said that, and then his face popped in my mind like, huh? "Oh yes, that was him." <laughs> he was. He did bring him to the hot dog stand. <laughs> he did. He With did make. Wink? He did make catches out there. Huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was him. All right. Uh, Save that team, motherfucker. <laughs> all right. In case you missed it, <laughs> Shannon Sharp, good old Uncle Shannon oh, Sharp. Okay, Mr. LeBron Stan himself, Shannon Sharp. Okay, he was at the Lakers game on Friday uh, between the Lakers and, and, and Grizzlies. Got into it with Dylan Brooks, uh, according, to, <laughs> according to Sharp, because he actually granted an interview with ESPN because <laughs> that game was on ESPN. <laughs> Of course he did. <laughs> He's like, yeah, give me some good pub. All right. So, like, let me let me let me paint the picture for you here for those that don't that don't that don't know, haven't seen footage of this. So, in the middle of this, the, the first half, uh, it was a lot of chirping going on between Sharp and several of the Grizzlies players, i.e., Dylan Brooks, saying, "I, <laughs> I can imagine him saying, you can't guard LeBron. You know, y'all can't guard LeBron. Nobody can guard y'all. Too small to guard LeBron. Bullshit going back and forth." So according to Shannon, the back and forth started <laughs> because because Dylan Brooks told him to go fuck himself, right? Essentially. So according to Shannon, and I quote, they didn't want to smoke. They do all this talking and jockeying. It ain't about the jockeying. It started with Dylan Brooks. He said he was going he was too small to guard LeBron. He said, fuck me. So I said, fuck you back. He started to come at me. The spot on Shannon Sharp impersonation, bro. You don't want me, you don't want these problems. Then John come out, nowhere talking. He definitely don't want these problems. And then he and then dad came out, and obviously he didn't want these problems, but I wanted anything they had. They don't let these fools know. So Shannon, just a quick follow up question. Did anyone want the problems? Nobody wants the problems. <laughs> okay. 
This wasn't clear. I wasn't clear. Was Nobody wants the problems. That's just, 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 just what it comes down to. Yo, it should have just ended at when he said, fuck you, too. That was it. That was it. Like, you got Stephen Adams coming over. Like, All right, relax. Like, why is it? Why are you guys so upset about this little back and forth, I guess, which I, nothing, I, nothing, I, nothing personal was involved. There was nothing. No one crossed the line. Like, oh, the whole thing is just. Hey. Look, you know, you know what? You know what? That, you know what cracks me up, though, is he was Mr., you know, Hall of Famer, like, you know, I still can bench press, you know, 300 or whatever until Stephen Adams came over. When Stephen Adams came over, then that's when he was like, oh, shit, somebody hold me back because I don't know about this dude. He was still still standing, but he wasn't like, he wasn't, you know, his, his, the, uh, the finger pointing kind of stopped right there when Stephen Adams got involved. The, the funny thing, I saw someone come, but it's on the video. It's like, and then lit- T, then T Moran too. That was funny. <laughs> literally, no one, all of this jockeying, no one actually was able to move Stephen Adams. Like he just, <laughs> he just basically like got to do what everyone, everyone's trying to hold him back, but he just kept being able to like walk forward, walk to the side. Like he's just a beast, man. But just a creator try to like push him back, and he's just like you know, he's just still, still not breaking stride. Like yo, my man, like calm the fuck down. Like that's, that's <laughs> serious, you know. <laughs> uh, John Moran's dad, dude, like Usher looks like fucking Usher. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, he was the spotlight, bro. He was like, "Hey, come on, man, we're cool, oh. we're good, right? We good." With the shades and shit, like, yeah, yeah. what's and going bro, on? Morant loved that shit, bro. Like, oh, in LA, I'm about to be okay. Let me get, let me get down there real quick. Let me talk to, let me talk to. Um, <laughs> Oh, no, man, he probably got an autograph signed after that shit, man. That dude. Yeah, when they when they talked to him about it, he was just like, "Nah, man, I got respect for the dude." He's like, "We just, we just, you know, two Southerners talking shit." That's yeah. There's one guy. There's one guy who's gonna be able. He's like, "Yo, can you believe that I'm living this life?" He's like, "Yeah, man, it's crazy." Like, I can imagine that that's what that's what the the, the base of the conversation was. <laughs> nah, I mean, I think I think to me this is more. This is like. <laughs> And I know the two. He's situations. like, you're my favorite player. Did I ever tell you that? You're my favorite football player. You probably <laughs> dropped that line. Like, the two instances are not, like, the same. But, like, Shannon and fucking Skip, whatever, like, situations going on in any sport, if they can put their two cents in real quick, like, they ain't, they ain't thinking twice about it because it's like, this is fucking ratings for well, that's why I the think show. <laughs> Skip Bayless knew exactly what he was tweeting when the dude was dying. Yeah. And... Right. And then Shannon Shaw knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. Wasn't shit. And once he started, it was going. He's like, I'm not gonna sit down. I'm being everywhere. Like, 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 like yeah, I know, right? I'm already on fucking. I'm I'm going viral anyways because everyone sees me. I'm on. I mean, you know, people may actually watch Fox Sports One like, to see what I gotta say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Which is like, I don't know how much how how the, how sustainable that is. Like, I mean, well, well, listen, well, listen, to what what Dylan Dylan had to say after the uh, you know the uh, the the spicy. Interaction, right on the on the on the running. I ain't talking about that. You can ask him; he's the blogger, or whatever he is. I don't really care about all that. Next question, and then you they asked, is, then they asked him on the you know on the uh, if it was appropriate, right as a as a fan, and he said, "quote A regular pedestrian like him, no, he should have never come back into the game." But this is L.A., so then of course Bron Bron was asked if he had oh, like, man. That's just Uncle Shannon, bro. It's just Uncle Shannon. But but if if Uncle Shannon wasn't a a, a, a a supporter of LeBron, or if he was, if that was Skip, you think Skip would have like if say if say if it was he would have said he, said he gotta go. He gotta go exactly, exactly because he'll just go to Usher, be like kick this 
guy out. <laughs> he's like, I don't like what he's got to say. He's got to go. Yeah. That's it. Is so strange that they didn't kick him out the game. Like, like how do you walk back in? I saw that as a way. He got back in the. He just caused the ruckus. Yo, he man. just they just all he did was spend time in the tunnel. They took him to the tunnel. He he he, you know, said what he said with with the, with the ESPN, and then they walked him back onto the court. Dude, he's he's a he's a what a boss. <laughs> he's not he's not like Shaq, like in like an NBA arena or like Kareem or something like what where you owe him. Yeah, like dude, he's not, but that's but that's not, that's another thing too. Like, why are you why are you barking at, at dudes me. half your age? Like, what 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 do you what do you what do you get what do you get from that? Yeah, I don't know. It's Uncle Shannon, bro. Like, like, are you getting are you getting paid by like you know by LeBron to fucking you know say what you say about him twenty four seven? He's getting he's getting a, a stack of new viewers Monday morning. That's what he's getting. Yep. Yeah, you so know, Fox Sports loving this. Shit. Of course, loves of the, course. The whole thing between him and Skip and how you know uh, the way Skip um when he, t- when he tweeted out that garbage. You know uh, about the um, damn, I'm drawing a blank right now, but the um, the the Bills player, something like arrest, um, Demar Hanlon, Hanlon, Hanlon. They love that type of publicity. Like, why wouldn't you? You know, they're not getting the type of numbers nowhere near the type of numbers that ESPN gets. So it's good. It's good for the brand. But um, yeah, I'm just I'm not surprised though. Again, like you said, he was he's pro LeBron. He's at a Lakers game in LA. Like they were gonna kick him out of there. And now, and now he's going to downplay it too. Like you're going to get all these eyes watching. He's going to downplay it on, and just say, "Oh yeah, you know, it just, it just, it is what it is." You know, no yeah, skip, they're going to script skips. They're going to script skips uh, response to it. And yeah. They'll go back and forth. Yeah, it'll be yeah, I heard yeah. next week the plan is to like stay in the news. Is Skip's going to accidentally release a dick pic and post it on Twitter? <laughs> and he won't That's, get fired. And, 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 and cancel himself. Yeah, right. Yeah, he won't. He won't get fired though. <laughs> he will never get fired. That's just going to increase ratings. Everyone's going to be like. Oh my God! What Shannon Sharp gonna say about <laughs> Skip? Anybody want to see that? Skip? Anybody want to see yeah. that? Oh, no, no. <laughs> or, or if you get away around it, Skip, you had a little too much to drink, Skip. Oh, you, had too much that night. <laughs> you sipping on that oh, thug? You sipping on that thug passion, Skip? Hacked. You got hacked, right? I, call, you're doing air quotes. Skip, Skip, you drinking that? You drinking on that thug passion, Skip? Nah, Skip, you can't be doing that, Skip. Nah. Oh, Skip, you slinging that around, Skip. <laughs> yeah. No, I just thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was uh, the hilarious that like when I saw the quote, I was like, no, "There's no way he fucking said this." <laughs> I was like, "No, this is, he fucking said it." Dude. All right, yo. In case uh, you missed it, the third fan returns for the NBA All Star voting is out. So this is like the they last said, last returns before the third one comes out. Before the uh, the starters will be announced. And Jason Tatum has jumped to number three in the yes! front court voting. Yes! <laughs> he has passed uh, Joel Embiid. So Ooh. it's onto the Kumpo. Onto the Kumpo is the lead vote getter right now in the East for the uh, front court, then Kevin Durant, and then Jason Tatum. So if it stands the way it's looking right now, you'll be a starter. In the front court. Come on, Celtics fans, make him a starter. And so how, many times, how many times did you vote, man? All I've been doing. <laughs> so every day, every day. Rating emails and voting. What do you get? Ten votes a day? I at least, I at least have voted four hundred times a day. How many? How many emails have you created just to? <laughs> yeah, Jason. Boy, t- those, 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 those uh, MVP. Other three hundred and ninety votes don't count, Sean. So. 
I, I, uh, I, I called a guy over in overseas and he's got, uh, he's got about a, uh, uh, 400 workers that are just constantly doing it. Just voting. Filling out ballots. I hope you're paying them, you know, more than a dollar a day. I don't think, I don't think any of this is true, but go ahead, Joe. All right. But Jalen Brown also has surpassed, uh, well, he's in the top three now for, for guards. I don't know why they just say, don't say backcourt, but anyways, for guards in the East, um, he's ahead of James Harden at uh, just over 2 million votes. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is next, and then Kyrie Irving leads all the guards at nearly 4 million votes. Surprise, yeah. surprise. What's up with, what's up with that? Wes, you know say? He's not going to, Jalen Brown's not going to beat Donovan Mitchell, unfortunately. You never know, Sean. And without, not with that attitude. Well, <laughs> <laughs> get get your people on this. Come on, you just right. Jason Tatum. You know, Jason Tatum is in. So, 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 I'm trying to switch it up. Go to Jalen Brown now. All right. Well, probably not because I think it's I think it's trending. The the voting is done. Anyways, this doesn't mean anything. So, whatever. The voting is done. <laughs> I think so. Um, I'm pretty sure. What are we talking about then? Then what's the results? No, no, no. The result. I'm saying this is the 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 return, like the, the latest the return. Third return. Yeah, yeah the, third return. the third return, but. You can't impact these results anymore. Exactly. That's what you're saying. Thank you. Shit. <laughs> oh, my Shit. One. By the way, by the way, fan voting is only 50% of the total voting. So, uh, but it does players and coaches also get, they, they influence the, the voting for the starters. Yeah. Jalen Brown had an interesting, uh, opinion on it. He was talking about it. one mentioned why he was, he was getting up there in the votes and he was just like, yeah, well, you know, I feel like, we need to learn more about that process. So he was having oh, people from the players skeptical. association. We need to find out exactly how that how that's done because there isn't there isn't much transparency there, which is which is true. We really mm-hmm. don't know the other fifty percent how they go about this. Yeah, gone are the days of going to the stadium and they're passing out the voting cards where you you know checked off whatever and you can put it in any mailbox and that was everything was one hundred percent fan voting back in the day. Yeah, see, that's how you used to be able to really cheat the system and you just. <laughs> Uh, yeah. 500 of yeah. those cards. Yeah. Hence how Magic Johnson started in an all-star game and they didn't play all second fucking season back in 1991. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. But I digress. Yeah. By the way, quick, um, quick tidbit here. Only three players in the NBA right now are averaging over 27 points and over seven rebounds. And two of them are on the Celtics. Best score duo in the NBA. So Thursday, before the, the Celtics take on the Knicks, TNT will announce the All Star starters. Next Thursday, they will announce the reserves, and the reserves get voted on by coaches, I believe, just coaches. And so then the following week after that, I believe the captains will be picking their squads. All Star weekend kicks off February 17th. And you can see all all the festivities all on TNT Friday, Saturday, and of course Sunday, the big game. And last but not least, um, in case you missed it, just a little bit of sad news to report here: former Celtics coach and player Chris Ford passed away earlier this week. Yeah, he suffered a heart attack earlier in the month, and uh, he was the eleventh coach in franchise history. Uh, he also spent seven years as an assistant, uh, winning two championships. 
and he also won a championship as a player. So he's one of four players in Celtics history to also to win a championship as a player and a coach. Uh, Larry Bird, who's, you know, not as vocal as he used to be, uh, said, quote, Chris was such an important part of our success as a teammate, coach, and friend. My thoughts and condolences are with the Ford family. End quote. So uh, the Celtics early in the week, they played, paid tribute to, to Chris Ford. And, yeah, um, an underrated coach, in my opinion. You know, he was ushering out the uh, the Big Three era, the original Big Three era, and still was making right. the playoffs. Had to go through, you know, uh, Library retiring and then Rich Lewis passing away uh, a, a year later. And they still still made the postseason. And and after after he got let go, then it was just – a depressing time to be a Celtics fan, in my opinion, the rest of the 90s. Yeah, I was going to say, Chris Ford was like probably the first coach I remember for the Celtics. Like, probably, right? Like, as a kid watching the team, yeah, for me, for sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, the first half of the 90s, he, he, he was a coach. Yeah. And he was on that team, uh, 81. Um, yeah, the 81 championship. Max, Cedric Maxwell won the finals MVP, the 81 team. He was a key, key contributor for that team as well. So people forget about that. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace to Chris Ford. When was he when did he coach a, a championship team? No, he didn't coach he didn't coach a championship team. He was um an assistant uh, on the eighty four okay. and the eighty six team. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So he was he was on that, that coaching staff. He was oh, on that okay. coaching staff, yeah, yeah. He retired and then he became a coach. He became an assistant for seven years. And then right. he and then he became a head coach after that, after the seven years, yeah. Gotcha. So he he stayed pretty much from the moment he got traded to the Celtics, he finished out his career as a as a as a player, and then he started his career as a coach all in Boston. Coach, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Rest in peace, Chris. Ford. I'm sure. I'm sure Cedric Maxwell is going to talk about him. You know, when you when you get a chance to you know record that next episode of the yeah. Podcast. yeah, I'm sure he's going to have some stories and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that's going to do it for this edition of uh, in, in case you missed it. Check us out on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Head to uh, CausewayStreet.com for your Celtics news, rumors, and opinions. Subscribe to Causeway After Hours. That's uh, at Patreon.com slash Causeway for exclusive content. Uh, we have a couple of podcasts up there, including Sway's one-on-one podcast, where he he's opening up the vault to all interviews. And I'm pretty sure you got you got uh, that one coming up soon, right, with uh, an old friend of, of the podcast? Yeah, yeah, we got uh, season three is gonna be coming out soon, but uh, season two is wrapped up, and all the episodes are posted, of course, season one, seasons one and two. But yeah, season three, man, I got a uh, special guest. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about it next week. I got it. I got it in the works. But yeah, check out all the episodes, and of course, the uh, Cosmic Street After Hours, where we, uh, we we always have a fun conversations. We're always have, always talking about stuff that really has to do with with basketball. But it's fun, it's good stuff. Hell yeah. Oh, and I got a quick update on the um, on the baby news from our last episode. Yay. I am having a baby girl. Yes, hey. got a girl coming. So, you, so right. take a look. Take a look at my hair right now. No grace. Okay. <laughs> so, I, um, we'll we'll revisit my hair in in, in a few years. <laughs> no, I think it'll take longer than that, but we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah. A little how many grays we'll get in there. Yeah, but yeah, no, excited. <laughs> me, me, and me and the wifey uh, gearing up. So That's summertime, sweet. baby. This is gonna be a summer baby. I'm, ex- I'm just more excited about the like the warm weather and <laughs> and, I know. 
being out, oh. being out, being out with being out with my my little one. Yeah, man. Once it finally oh. starts getting warm out, you're gonna know it's getting close and close. We're going, we're going everywhere. I love that. <laughs> so, what? When, when is the baby coming? Um, right now we have a early July uh, due date, but it could be sooner than that. Um, as yeah, as the weeks come, as the weeks go by and are more appointments than there, they'll give us an exact. Um, date. Be- Beans is having a girl in July as well. Just found that out yesterday. Oh shit! No hey. shit! Congrats! Congratulations! About to be an uncle again. Nice, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. So we're you're gonna have baby babies all over the place in July, bro. So oh, there you go. Shit, bro. Hell yeah! Bad babies. You got clearly, clearly, clearly we were busy in the fall, you know. <laughs> yeah. And they got they got married in the fall, right? They, well, they got married like twice, yeah. Oh, because before the pandemic, yeah, yeah, I remember the COVID thing. Oh, that's yeah. right. So the, the other one was more like a ceremony. That's but right. also, what, what, like a Dutra girl is very rare, very rare. So, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> I yeah, just realized it's all. Yeah, you have all brothers. <laughs> my, my dad is one of four brothers. I am one of four brothers, and I have a son. My my brother has a son, and then. This will be the first, uh, and then my cousins actually had a son, and they actually had a girl. Like, um, though there's like, there's basically two female Dutras that have been born or will be born in the past like seventy five years. So <laughs> that's <crazy>. wow, yeah, <laughs> that's quite a tree right there, bro. <laughs> I was like, wait, how many? Yeah, I thought it was going to be. Because your dad's generation, yeah, seventy-five years. <laughs> Dude, just like let me click on my family tree real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. seventy-five <laughs> years. <laughs> so this is the second Dutra girl in seventy-five years, or plus, probably. Uh, All right, so it's a, it's gonna be quite a summer then. <laughs> it is. Yeah, we got we got Pavone babies, Dutra babies, all good babies coming to it. Yeah, good things coming up. Good things coming up. So yeah, so uh, all, all, all of the causes you know, brother. That's right, man. Family, the Causeway family is growing and growing, baby. We That's got two do. more fans. <laughs> all right until next time uh we are out all right peace later guys